Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Run Live episode 402. So exciting. Welcome to Monday. It has been a very super fabulous and wonderful start to a Monday, I do have to tell you. Uh, we are not only counting down five more sleeps until Visible Live happens this weekend. I am very excited. Uh, also, I've had a really productive morning. So, what I, there's a few things that I wanted to talk with you about this morning. Hello, Amanda. Uh, I was talking with Aaron on Ticker TV. I, I seem to be on there weekly at the moment, which is a, a whole bunch of fun. Um, they are they're producing this really cool, I guess, channel. They've, they've got a breakfast show that they're now doing or, or just starting. There's a, a sports show that they're doing. It's, it's, it's really cool and they're really, it's a really bit of hair. Really great bunch of, uh, really great bunch of people actually. Hey Naomi, hey Carmen. Um, so what I wanted to talk to you about, I guess, which is off the back of the conversation I was having with Aaron, is around this, this use of video. So there's, I know we touched on it a little bit on Friday when we were talking about blogging and vlogging, but when it comes to actually creating Facebook videos or Instagram videos or videos for LinkedIn or videos for Twitter and, and all of this type of thing. It's a bit of a different process. So what I thought that I would share with you, first of all, is the fact that, you know, a lot of people are like, eh, video, I don't want to use video. And, and it can be a little bit daunting, I suppose, at the start, because when you're on video, particularly if you are on a live video, you can see yourself. Right, and so that can be a bit disconcerting because you can go from looking in the camera to kind of looking at you and go, oh crap, there's a hair there, or you know whatever it is that you're doing, and it can kind of be a little bit, um, it can be a bit weird, I suppose, you know, getting used to looking at yourself on on video. And admittedly, for myself, I remember right, right, way back when in 2011. Uh, maybe to that, yeah, oh no, I, it was videos with 2011. Started creating video, I would pre-record them as video blogs. I would go in and go, oh my God, this is awful. My voice sounds terrible. Uh, my teeth are wonky. And you know, it's, it's like I would, I would really nitpick away at all of the things that I didn't like about the videos that I was creating. And so I, I, put it, I guess, a challenge to myself where I was like, okay, hey, Kath, hey, Jeanette, I'm going to create as many as I can and build the muscle and just keep trying to get better and better. And it's not about trying to be like anybody else who is out there creating video. It was just about me going, all right, how can I put my best foot forward? Because I knew even back then the video was going to be super important. I thought it was just about YouTube back then and hey Megan and quite obviously we are saying that it's not. So I guess like there's these all of these different things that people can uh, that can come up for people and like I said one of them is the uh, like the, the, this um, hang up I suppose that a lot of us have when it comes to looking at ourselves and and hearing ourselves speak particularly uh, with the editing. I promise you it gets easier. You just have to deal with it, okay? But as we know, practice makes perfect. So the other thing, I guess, like we know that we've got to use video, partially because number one, all of the social media platforms, I think bar none, maybe, maybe with the exception of Twitter, most of the social media platforms are prioritizing free reach to video content. 
right? Doesn't matter if it's pre-recorded video or live video, like when we're talking about this, the social media platforms are giving you more bandwidth, so more reach for the videos that you are creating, right? So there's that. So in terms of like bang for your buck, the the free reach that you will get, you're sure to get a, a lot bigger reach when it comes to video. The second thing is, is that more than 60% of the population of, of, the, of people, actually more than 60% of people are highly visual and a, visual, a mix of visual and audio learners. So what that means is that a lot of people will, if they have to print something off and read it, they, they don't absorb the information in the same way. So we know that 60% of people are going to connect with you via, via hearing you, so they're auditory, and they're visible, right? So they need to hear you and they need to see you. So we've got a, a way of capturing and engaging with more people than what we do with just written content. Because the written content is obviously only suitable for the visual people, right? The auditory people don't get a look in and the kinesthetic people don't get a look in. So when you're thinking about it in terms of, again, like not only bang for your buck in terms of reach, but also efficiency and effectiveness of your content, you are going to tap into more people by creating video, right? So that's just how it is. The other thing that uh, Aaron was asking me about, is like, oh, you know, what about pre-recorded video versus live video? Now, pre-recorded video doesn't get as much prioritization in terms of the way that the, the, the content you create is disseminated into a newsfeed. So when you're on your live stream, if you're doing a live, you will actually have Facebook will go out and kind of go, hey everyone, Nicola Morris is live. And it's almost like this second wave happens after you've been on there for about 10 minutes. So live video will go out to people and then more people will get notified and then more people will get notified that you're live. They will also show, they seem to do more notifications even after you've been live. They will show that live video, the replay of that live video in the newsfeed for longer than what will happen versus a pre-recorded video. Okay, so if you've got the, you've kind of got the confidence to go to go live, and I totally understand that you, it, it might be a bit off-putting. You know, it, it's it's easy for me to say, look, you know, we're 402 episodes in, you can do a live video, it's easy. I remember when I first started doing live videos, I was petrified of, of not having the ability to get in and edit out the, the, the waffle or the screw-ups or the swearing or that, wait, let's, no, let's be real, I wouldn't edit out the swearing. Um, but, you know, if I lost my track or if I lost my train of thought, it was a bit like, you know, I, I, I was really, I was scared about that. But again, it's just, you've got to trust in your own authority. You've got to trust in your own confidence and your ability to meander at times, because if that's where the conversation is kind of taking you, then that's okay. Hey, Marty, you know, it's that kind of thing, I guess, where, you know, there's this mixture for me the way that I think you should show up is, is this mixture of being kind of like educational and adding value in terms of these are the steps that you're going to take, much like what today is about, right? But then there's also absolute space and need 
for you to also allow yourself and give yourself permission to be able to meander around the topic or with, with different things that come up as well because it gives people a bit of an insight into how you are and who you are, right? It's not just about going, okay, well, if you guys want to create video, here are the five steps to doing that, and you dun, 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 which incidentally is the way to start. Right, a, a lot of the time, if if you're like, oh, but I don't want to, you know, blah, 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 go in with some very structured content helps build your muscle in that way, and then go from there. The next thing that often comes up, and we touched on this a little bit on Friday, is in terms of lighting. So something that uh, we all know is that it's much better and much easier to concentrate on what somebody is saying if we're not kind of trying to peer in and and find their face. So lighting can be really important. I don't really give a flying shit about your background. I don't care about what your background looks like. It's the content that's important. But quite often, having just having a little light is important and helpful for you. So I've got one of these. So it's a little ring light on a little stand here. So my the ring light comes up in here. It's it's like the big uh, Luvo lights that you can get. Sorry about the wobbling. And then with this one, I can actually change the like the temperature, whether I want it really warm or really bright or kind of cool. I tend to have it on that. And you can um, oops, you can make it like a bit more dim if you want, or you can go bright as fuck. So that's what I have. And I've just got that sitting above my computer because my phone actually hangs on the back of my laptop lid. And then that's a, it's just a really good eye height for me. So that's that for your, um, for when you're doing your live streams and stuff. If you're, if you've got a tripod, like there's a, there's a tripod down there at the moment that the, the base flips and it follows you around. The camera actually follows you around. That obviously, if I was using, if I was using that tripod and I'm out like out the front, or if I've got the camera set up in a different spot, you can get the big Luvo uh, Luvo ring lights, and I just bought mine on eBay, and I think it was like forty dollars, so it wasn't wasn't expensive, right? Forty bucks, something like that. I think this one this one might have been around twenty twenty dollars. I can't remember. Excuse me, but it wasn't it wasn't super expensive. But in terms of like the difference, you know, so this one, the like just there's a bit of shadowing and, and stuff like that. So the lighting can make a um can just make a huge difference to how you appear. Okay, so there's that. Um the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is the sharing of it. So I'm not a fan of and I I tested it, I'm not a fan of doing the same subject matter uh video after video after video after video on all the different platforms so what i i used to do that at the start of the coffee run i would do a long version on on facebook and then i would go and do a shorter version for linkedin um oh i tried to do a short it was it just didn't work it was just i was exhausted from it i couldn't remember uh, when it came to doing the second and then the third video, I couldn't remember if I'd already said what I was going to say or if that was on the platform before. So I've got like, screw this, this is ridiculous. So what I started doing was just downloading the video from Facebook, 
uploading it into YouTube. I upload it to Instagram TV. Back when, uh, not so long ago, Instagram used to have a 10 minute limit. So I would chop the video down, pick out 10 minutes and say, hey, watch the full version over on Facebook or YouTube or listen to it on SoundCloud or whatever. Um, in terms of content repurposing, I film this particular video and then I will download it and it goes to YouTube, Vimeo. I share the link to this on LinkedIn. I upload the video file into Instagram TV so that people can listen to it over there, watch it over there. I upload the audio into SoundCloud, which also then goes into iTunes. It goes to Spotify. Uh, so SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes are the three places for the audios. So not everybody wants to sit and watch and listen, right? So some people just want to be able to listen. So I give them the ability to listen to the replay of that uh, through through those audio places. Oh, thanks, Megan, I'm glad. Um, and obviously like the video file, you've got Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, uh, wherever um, they, wherever you guys happen to find me. So in that sense, what I'm able to do is use that one piece of content in multiple different ways and in multiple different places. So it means that I'm still able to build and create the visibility, right, that, that I'm trying to build and create. Therefore, it's going into the people that I really want to help, but in a way that you're able to absorb it. So we've got those 60% of people that are highly visual and auditory, so they've got, for people who are mainly auditory, we've got the audio files. And for the people that are video and auditory, we've got the video files. So that's uh, that. And then, oh, and then obviously I'll, I email, maybe not obviously, stop saying that. Uh, I email it out to my email database and say, hey, if you missed the coffee run, this is where you can catch up on it, blah, blah, blah. So that is, I think... That was really what I wanted to talk to you about today, just about the use of video. Oh, and no, no, that's the other thing. So the other big piece that was that we talked about actually was this whole um, making sure that the, what you're creating is on brand and helpful, right? So some people, I, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm all for streams of consciousness and, and saying the stuff that comes out of your mouth and, and the stuff that you feel like you need to share and say, and I actually think that that's really important. I also think it's really important for you to consider what kind of, who, who are your audience and how do you want to communicate with them? Because sometimes like today, it can be really helpful for them to hear some structure. And I think you've got to really dance between uh, you just sprouting whatever comes into your mind, but then also it's really helpful for you people to be able to go, all right, well, the gap between where I am and where I want to be is freaking huge. Give me some steps that I can take in order to at least start to be moving in the right direction uh, or moving in a direction, right? So providing some set of, um, I guess, having for you a, a set of a set of content, some structure, some steps that you're going to take your people through are really important, and it can also help you really build your confidence with your delivery. Okay, so that's that. Um, when you are live, you can do it on your computer. 
or you can do it on your phone. On the computer, I get really like, it's like I'm inside out. It doesn't look the same to me as it does when I'm on my phone. So I find it really discombobulating because if I go like this, I know what's going to happen on the screen. Whereas on my computer, it tends to be, uh, it's, it's mirrored differently. And I just find that really, really weird. So whether you go live on your computer or whether you go live on your phone, it is up to you and it's your personal preference. Um, I don't tend to share things from my phone these days. I do tend to share them from the computer, but it all, uh, like it all sits in the creator studio or in your content library, if you like, in the back end of your Facebook page. So it doesn't go anywhere. It, it stays there, which raises another question that I have which is often where should you go live or where should you post the videos? Now, if you are wanting to make money online, if you're wanting to grow your business online, if you're wanting to build up and grow your visibility online, you guys have to have a Facebook business page, right? It's not negotiable. Uh, you've got to have a Facebook business page. So when you're going live, go live on your business page. You can go like as a, as a consistent thing. Sometimes you can do it on your personal profile if you choose to, but remember, when you're putting it up on your business page or you're going through there, you've got the ability to leverage the reach so that people see the other content that you're posting as well. Okay, so it's not just about going, oh, but I've got more friends over on my personal profile. Well, yeah, that's great. Share the live that you do on your business page over to your personal profile, right? Let them, you know, and then, and then say, hey, you know, I'm doing this regularly. Come back over onto the business page and catch up with me over here. Um, you might decide later on that you want to boost the post or that you want to advertise something that you've talked about in your Facebook live stream. It's It makes really good business sense to have the video living and being housed in the place that you can leverage it most, which is absolutely by and far your business page, and then go and repurpose it out and share it and whatever from there. Um, so that is all of that. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk with you about, just to remind you, unless you've been living under a rock, you will know that Visible Live is happening this weekend. Two days of marketing planning, content preparation, making sure that you're on brand, you're on point, and that you've got everything that you could possibly need to absolutely nail it over the course of this next, let's say financial year. I can't believe we are the middle of May. We've got six weeks to the end of this financial year. It is ridiculous here in Australia uh, that that's already come up. Uh, obviously for the rest of the world, it's ridiculous that we're, we're, half, we're almost halfway through the year. But the one thing that I that I always come back to, and I've been reading rereading the testimonials from people who have been to Visible Live, and it's like, yeah, I, I sometimes I forget how powerful it is, right? Um, and it's really interesting. But the thing that I know most people want is they want clarity, they want a plan, and they want something they can follow that feels good and that's easy to implement, right? Visible Live will give you that. Uh, there's in, there's room for individualization and tailoring throughout it. It's like a workshop. So it's not just going to be me. The, the, the two days aren't just going to be me sitting here or standing here, you know, lecturing you over the course of the two days because that would be quite boring. Well, no, that's not true. It wouldn't be boring. Uh, but it's less important for you to sit there and listen to me talk for two days. It's more important for you to sit there and actually build your plan and, and, and work together 
as a, as, a to, as a whole group to be able to build your content plan, your marketing plan, bounce your ideas off so that by the end of, by the end of day two, you'll be feeling really confident to go, right, this is who I am. This is how I'm going to go out there. This is how I'm going to position myself. And then come Monday, you're just like excited to get out the gate. So that is happening. I've got the link in the comments there. Uh, it's a bitly link because I can't, couldn't make it pretty, couldn't make the long link pretty. So that is that. It'd be exciting to see you if you can make it. Uh, other than that, you know how to use video. You know the structure because we talked about that on Friday. Most importantly, though, we've got to be smart about using the tools that we have got available to us for free that we can leverage, right? And video is absolutely key and it's absolutely powerful, but you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on having a videographer, on having the U-Butte amazing editing stuff. You don't even have to have a fancy camera. You can just use your phone. So that is what you're going to do. All right, my friends, have an excellent, fantastic, and amazing day. Get out there, go help some people. We'll have a whole ton of fun doing it. I hope this has been really helpful for you. I've had fun as per usual. So get out there. Remember, the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. I will see you tomorrow, if not before. Bye.